0: Welcome to the next episode of Fantasy Pints podcast. How are you doing, James?
1: I'm good. A little bit of a sore throat. Overdid it a little bit over the weekend. Took an extra gig last night. Probably shouldn't have. Uh, other than that, in good spirits. How are you? I'm I'm all good.
0: Um, yeah, Europa League final tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Um,
1: um, I'm going to catch cause... the second half because I am committed to our football team, Sean. So I will be playing that game, unlike yourself. And sprinting yeah. to the pub thereafter, once we've been beat, to at least celebrate one victory for the night.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I'm hoping for one victory. Um, I was going to mention your backdrop's obviously different for the introduction. We recorded the podcast last night. Um, so would you, would you like to share your, uh, your You were in a car, weren't you for the for the podcaster?
1: Yeah, not just a car. It was it was my car. I didn't just pick a strange. <laughs> Jump in the car. Um, we obviously had we had this uh, this podcast planned to be recorded at seven o'clock on Tuesday, the twenty fifth of May. We had it planned for some time, and the last thing I wanted to do, particularly uh, with the guest that we had on, I was really looking forward to the interview. Last thing I wanted to do was have to postpone it, but I did uh, get given a late gig at McCoolie's, Matthew Street, in Liverpool. So. Best way to do it was plug in the little external microphone uh, into my phone and sit in my car on Dale Street in Liverpool with a million people walking past me. One person, uh, which I believe to be Joe Hart, possibly not, (laughs) stopping in his Range Rover to ask me uh, if I was leaving. I was not. Um, And yeah, recorded it from there. It wasn't the most comfortable experience, but we moved. You as asked Joe Hart to, to come that. on the pod? I didn't have time, Sean. He was in a bit of a rush, I think. He wanted my space. Um as soon as before I could even process that it was him, he drove off. Well I'm
0: assuming he was getting there early for your gig.
1: Maybe. Um it was that busy, Sean, I didn't see him. He was probably there somewhere. You just sensed he was there, you sensed it was Joe yeah, Hart. I could feel his presence, I could smell the head and shoulders. <laughs> Yeah. And how did how did the gig go? then? was it was it a good? One? It was actually really good. I just joked and uh, just suggested sarcastically that it was dead, but it was actually considering it was a Tuesday, really really busy. Um I've only recently started gigging on Matthew Street and I've never known midweek gigs to be quite as uh, quite like it. They are unbelievable. Um I've just got myself weekly slots now in Coolie's Rubber Soul and the new bar Revolver. So that's fantastic. Um, then Bilt. midweek gigs as well, which are hard to come by. So that's really good as well as obviously the, the things that I'll have on the weekend, which are obviously increasing uh, in quantity as we move towards the summer.
0: Fully testing be? your commitment for the one hour pod slot every week. Correct.
1: Fully testing my vocal cords at the moment as well.
0: Yeah, you'll be on the uh, the lemon Lemon, what was it? Honey and Lemon, I'm about to get one
1: as soon as we finish recording
0: this. Yeah, and yeah, so as we said, it was recorded yesterday with a musician. I think we had a musician last week, but the few before that had been, um, we had radio DJs, we had a footballer. So we're kind of sticking to the music theme for now. Um, And it's Lauren Hibbard, a musician from the Isle of Wight, got millions of streams, got some really good festival slots this year so she's uh, an up-and-coming talent and looking forward to uh, seeing what she has to say.
1: Absolutely and as I mentioned earlier I really didn't want to have to postpone this one I genuinely was looking forward to it and it did not disappoint so here you go.
0: And we're joined this week by a singer from the Isle of Wight it's Lauren Hibbard how are you doing?
2: Hey I'm good thank you how are you?
0: I'm really good yeah we, we were just discussing that James
1: is in his uh in his car this week.
2: In his car, since he's yeah, yeah. He 16, hates it now.
1: Useless, <laughs> Useless for the audio uh, listeners. But yeah, slight change of scenery for those, those that are watching on video. I am in the car today as a result of a last minute change of circumstance. Lauren, how have you been? What's new?
2: I've been good. I've been doing loads of writing, recording, started rehearsing again, which has been fun because gigs seem to be kind of around the corner, maybe. Um, so that's cool. Um, I've just got a dog. So I'm literally just loving the hell out of him currently.
1: OK, now we know this is going to be a long one. Tell us all about the dog.
2: OK, <laughs> so his, name is, his name is Django and he's a sausage dog little dashend. yes he's about 11 weeks old and he's just so he's so cute and he's so funny i like full-on didn't know i could love something this much <laughs> the
1: first dog you've ever had. yeah so
2: cute yeah.
0: first dog I'm, yeah i'm allergic to dogs but i think i'd get away with, with one like that that they, they seem. yeah they're uh,
2: small enough that you yeah you know yeah. you're no good enough distance away so you'd be all right
0: yeah, but dose dose up on antihistamines usually. Yeah. From, uh, from, <laughs> uh, yeah. How have you found the whole the whole lockdown then? Um, and wh- why have you only just got the dog as well? <laughs> I you... know I'm
2: a late bloomer. I thought about getting the dog earlier, but I think optimistic me thought this is going to be over soon. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to have time for a dog, and then i just kind of probably got him at the worst possible time. But no regrets, no regrets. Yeah, um,
1: absolutely. And also, also, Sean, how dare you? A dog is for life, not just for lockdown.
2: Exactly. So clearly, Lauren <laughs>
1: yeah, took, <laughs> took me 18 months to, to make sure she was making the correct decision before she fully committed.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: And how have you found in terms of creativity? Because I think artists have been different. Some have said they've struggled and some have just been found themselves being really creative. But you've released quite a lot of songs. So I'm assuming it's the latter for you.
2: Yeah I think I definitely went in in dips I like some days I felt really creative and I saw it as a whole positive and other days I kind of just woke up and I was like oh this is like the worst thing that could have ever happened and I think it just was a bit of like a a roller coaster for me but I've definitely made the most of a situation and started you know almost like re-learning how to write and be a musician like in this like circumstance so I think I think I've adjusted now, probably just as we're about to, like, start going back to normal. <laughs> so I'm looking forward for that weird thing as well. Yeah.
0: And your most recent release was How Am I Still Alive, wasn't it? Which yeah. Which is, it's got about, I think I was looking earlier, it's about 770,000 streams on Spotify. So I'm guessing yeah. that's that's gone down well. Can you tell us a bit about the track?
2: Yeah, I'm super happy with how it's gone, actually. It was a bit of, like, a pleasant surprise. Um, so wrote that track in lockdown as well. Um, most of the tracks or new stuff's been written in lockdown, but I guess the whole track was kind of like, it's all about like the everyday boredom of life, which suits very much like how we're living right now. And kind of like me romanticizing what my life was like before, but actually knowing that as soon as I got back to that point, all I would do is moan about it and want to be back in lockdown where I was. And it's just kind of that thing of never being happy or like content where you are.
0: Yeah. And how difficult was it to collaborate with other artists during these times, is it? I'm assuming it's all been online.
2: Yeah, so Lydia, who actually sung on the track with me, she's over in America. Um, So we did a lot of like FaceTimes and Zooms and stuff, which, you know, is cool, but it's not like being in the room with someone and like having that like, oh my God, this is it moment. So Mm -hmm. definitely kind of missed that, but you know, emojis are cool too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah how would you uh describe your genre because i've seen a few different things floating about that describes your music and because i thought pop punk maybe is that how is that your influences and is that how you would describe your music
2: i mean i guess i i mean i'm not like i mean i like blink 182 but i'm not like oh my god like pop punk Mm -hmm. but I guess that that is kind of what I'm doing. I'm writing pop songs and disguising them with a couple of distorted guitars. So, you know, like I'm a massive fan of like Weezer, and I guess people call those guys pop punk. But I get slacker pop a lot as well. I don't really know what yeah, that seen
0: means. Yeah, no, I've <laughs> like, never seen it. But
2: yeah, I think it's like pop for people who are too afraid to say they like the too sports. cool for pop. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And what, what do you think? What, what artists do you think are similar to that today because and in terms of like new pop and punk artists i would say young blood maybe is that
2: yeah i guess that's yeah that's probably a good shout actually artists like that i'm trying to think of like bands that are, there's a lot load of like punk bands i guess you've got that kind of like viagra boys thing which i'm mm. really into um but yeah i don't i maybe i'm just blind to it but i don't see many like solo females at that kind of like Trying to do like a pop punk thing, which is cool.
0: No, yeah, yeah, definitely. And what's it like in the in the Isle of Wight in terms? We know about the festival, obviously, but in terms of the music scene pre COVID, what was that like? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, it's all right. Do you know? It's. Have you ever been here?
0: No, um, I think I might have been when I was really young, but I'm not.
2: Yeah. I'm not so it, sure. It's a tourist attraction when you're, like, eight years old. And then when you're living in that, it's kind of like... Have you ever seen Gavin and Stacey?
0: Yes. It's basically
2: Barry Island. Barry Island. (laughs) It's the only (laughs) comparison. It's kind of like when it's raining, it's super depressing because you just walk by loads of, like, closed-down, like, little theme parks and, you Mm. know, like, little markets. I mean, I'm playing it down. I live here because... And I'm, like, numb to it. All all the nice things, probably. It's, like to look at really pretty but there's just not that much not that much getting me flowing if you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: but I think yourself who's coming through and is it coach party as well the, yeah the Ella white band so, that they're coming through too so something yeah. must be must be bubbling there at the minute
2: <laughs> I do the music scene's actually actually cool here I think there's a lack of things to do so everyone's like let's start a band so yeah, Jess, who's the lead singer and coach party, is actually my best friend. So we like grew up right. together. So we've like we we like to think of ourselves as like Isle of Wight celebrities.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you are. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely no doubt. And also drop her a message, let's get Jess on as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple of weeks.
1: Networking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you touched on how you thought you were the one of the few female artists in pop punk at the minute in terms of solo artists. Yeah. And there's, been a, there's been a lot made of festival lineups this year, not just this year, it's been yeah. a lot made of previous years in terms of you'll see like the festival lines where they take the male names off and it's very yeah. limited. I was going to say, what's your thoughts on that, especially looking at this year's lineups and what needs to change?
2: Yeah, it's weird. I think like it's I just don't really get it um because I know that there's so many amazing female based artists there it's not like there's a lack of us um but also I think it just it's just taking its time to slowly change and become normal and I think the fact that we're all sort of recognizing it and someone's going to the effort of photoshopping off all the male names is kind of a a good thing because we're we're getting somewhere where people are going hey that's not right you know like five years ago ten years ago no one was saying that so i see it as progress that we're kind of at the point where we're starting to talk about it
1: yeah yeah and it, it definitely it- feels like the, the start Sorry. of what will hopefully in the future be a very positive change for uh for female artists in the industry definitely
2: yeah for sure
1: yeah I was just I was going to mention, did you
0: find it difficult when you were starting out? Did you did you notice a difference or has it that not been notable for you?
2: I mean, it's difficult because I have only ever been a female artist. I don't know, I there's nothing to compare it to. Like if yeah. I'd have had a year in a dude's body, I might have been able to like <laughs> draw a good comparison. But I think um you know I, I've like struggled with the rest of them but I think every musician like that's just how it is when you're starting out you're just trying to catch a break trying to get someone to like book you so I think from that perspective I I, I don't know I, I imagine it's the same for everyone um but yeah definitely definitely now I think yeah. I'm like oh maybe if I wore a leather jacket and was a bloke <laughs> I might have had more of a shot <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and another thing that Looks like a struggle for yourself. Is something I saw on Twitter where people get your name spelling wrong. I think it was yourself and Billy Martin. I'm not sure what festival. Yeah,
2: I think it was Uh, Victorious in Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah.
0: So how often often does that happen? Does that stuff like that bother you in terms of when they're announcing festivals?
2: I um I always think like I always make a joke out of it. I think it's kind of funny. I'm Mm. like, oh, who's that Lauren Hibbard girl with the E instead of an A? She sounds cool. I'm like, what's she up to? I used to collect all of, like, stickers and, like, passes that I had with, like, my name spelt wrong on them. I thought it was quite funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think before we started, I said to you, is, is it definitely Lauren or is it Laura? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't want to get it wrong. Yeah.
2: My dad spotted it wrong on the birth certificate, so I just blame him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And another thing I spotted, you've got merch out. It's called Goober merch, isn't it? Um yeah. It looked like a, there's quite a lot of cabbages uh, knocking about. So what's, yeah. what's the deal though?
2: love a good cabbage. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things <laughs> that... So the EP that's due to come out in July is called Goober. And um, I was trying to think of, like, some stupid, outrageous artwork that you'd sort of, like, stop in a record shop and be like, what the hell is this cover? So I kind of had the idea of, like, my head sprouting out of, like, a cabbage patch. Um so I made like a table that fit like my head perfectly, got some cabbages, got some soil and yeah, watched my dream come to life and then kind of got carried away with the cabbages. Then I was like, oh, my God, I want a cabbage pillow. So I think I've probably run with it. And now I'm like, why did I do that? But we knew
0: <laughs> it reminded me Whoa. of it. A- I don't know if you said the James Acaster thing on, I think it might have been Would I Lied To You or something, where he filled someone's room with cabbages as, like, a prank. And I felt like I was seeing it in, like... (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) it's the universe giving you a sign.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, like, I think people, it resonates with people how you don't seem to take yourself too seriously, you know, in that, with stuff like
2: that. Yeah, I think that's kind of, like, my bag. I just... I'm... I just quickly get over things in my head so i already probably hate that picture and all the merch but in the moment when i ordered it i thought it was genius and i just think that's very human nature to think something's a good idea and then wake up the next day and be like oh should never have done that but i just happened to sell mine for eight pound a cushion so
0: (laughs) 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 we'll put we'll put the link to the cabbage yeah do
2: with that what you will
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so moving on to the theme of the podcast then yeah, we, we we've asked we ask everybody for the three musicians, past or present.
2: Yeah,
0: you to go for a drink with we. We also never tell people that the that are all going to be in the same room, but we always drop that one on you beforehand. And then, oh. like to <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I should start telling people that. But yeah, um, so who's your first?
2: So my first is Rivers Cuomo from Weezer. Right. Um, there's a bunch of reasons why. I, he's like my dream husband so in, in my head I'm like get that man in a room and I'll, I'll <laughs> see what I feel also I think he's just like my absolute like hero really like as soon as I heard the Blue album I totally changed direction like so I think I owe like my whole genre to to Weezer, to Rivers and I just totally admire the guy and everything he's ever done so yeah. I would love to have a beer with him, basically. Yeah.
0: It sounds like you wouldn't have been able to live with yourself if you didn't <laughs> didn't choose him as your first pick, if you went on
2: to. I, I was actually thinking about it as well. And I actually think it was a bad decision because I'd be so nervous. I'd be like yeah. shaking my hand, like trying to drink. I don't think I'd hold my fault, <laughs> but you know, yeah, will a shot.
0: Yeah. And who's your second pick?
2: So my second pick is Phoebe Bridges. Yes. Um, I absolutely love her. And I think we, I think we'd be mates. I've just, I've got a feeling that we'd be good friends. I'd love to write a song with her. Um, I'd love to just give her a hug and be like, you're right. Cause she, she gets to write some super dark songs. So I think, I just absolutely love to meet her. I think she's an incredible songwriter. I'd love to yeah. sit, just sit in the same room with her and just stare at her face and be like, wow. I, <laughs> I
0: do it. think that was one of the best albums of, of last year.
2: That... Oh my God. I think it kind of saved everyone in like a weird way. Mm. It, it came out at such a good time and yeah. i definitely I don't know ready.
0: I feel like you have to be in the right the right space to listen to it I don't know like mm. it, but, but when you are it's just it's just perfect
2: yeah it's super dark I, you have yeah you definitely have to be in that in that zone. <laughs> late night drives I think is a good yes I'm been punisher
0: <laughs> late night drive to Tesco yeah long. 100% yeah and do you think those two would get on then Rivers Cuomo? And, oh, I
2: think they would. I think they would get on. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that. I see the three of us hanging out, neck in a pint.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then who's who's the next person at the table?
2: So this was really tough for me because I there's like two people I was kind of arming and arming on. And now we're in the same room. I'm leaning towards, so I'm going to go with... It was between Taylor Swift, but I'm going to let Taylor Swift go because she's just like a childhood love of mine. Yep. And I'm going to invite Wynne Butler from Arcade Fire to the table. Okay. Because just imagine the scenes of those conversations. I would just love, I think even just being next to him, I'd learn something. I just think yeah. he's an unreal lyricist, musician. That yeah. bad, honestly, blows my mind. And I think he's incredible. Um, yeah. Just quite, quite
0: innovative are the um well they always have been and I've, I've not seen much much of him in interviews so I don't really know what he's like as a person
2: I think he's quite hard to please I think he's a bit of a um he definitely knows his own mind a lot but I would just love to like just hear him rant about something and I'd probably agree <laughs> Yeah.
0: so you've got you've got those three and you've got uh your honourable mention then um Taylor Swift and I think they've all never been picked because at all have they in um any of the interviews Definitely not podcast. to my
1: knowledge. Yeah, definitely not in the podcast. I don't know if you've had any of those uh, yeah, guests then, picked during the interview. This was a question
0: I dropped on people in interviews as well, but I'm pretty sure you've gone for, for some unique picks, which is uh, which is good.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah. Good see. And it's interesting that you said, you know, you were, you were dead certain with your first two, and then you were kind of in two minds, or you were stuck between the last guests. That's quite a common thing that we have, isn't it, where people kind of have four picks and they're dead certain on two and then they're not sure yeah, who, the to, who to pick for the last one yeah um but you know taylor swift an honorable mention and maybe you'll get her in a room by herself at some point and then you can just talk about
2: <laughs> maybe she could just like walk by and like stick her head in while we're all having a yeah party. maybe well, <laughs> well
1: we've we've adopted it we've adopted a bit of a a bit of a rule as well with liam gallagher so you're gonna have liam gallagher there because <laughs> well, we've decided that that many people pick him that he's just there anyway. Of course, We've decided quite that he's just, and he probably yeah. would be. To be fair, yeah, he you would know, be in
2: the pub. So, yeah, <laughs> 100% yeah, so.
1: yeah. So,
0: assuming everything goes to plan now, and we are out if it's not the twenty first of June, shortly after. Yeah. What is? What have you got planned for twenty twenty one in terms of live music, new releases? So
2: I've got my EP coming out on the thirtieth of July um i'm recording an album this year which is super exciting in la fingers crossed i've got loads of festivals this summer and a headline tour in october which you should get tickets for. Well. and Brilliant. that's pretty much it for myself That's great this, yeah
1: we'll this the, might be a ridiculous question ticket. yeah we will put the link for the ticket sorry and this might be a ridiculous question um and this is a question that is definitely going to out me as somebody who sings covers for a living, but you mentioned that <laughs> you mentioned that your um, your EP is released on the thirtieth of July. So, how does that work? Is that is it finished now and it's just a waiting game for the release date, or are you still actively working on that now?
2: No, so it's all finished. It's all ready to go. Vinyls are being made. So yeah, it's kind that must of must be tough. It was ready like kind of four five months ago and there's this like slow release of songs from it so by the time i get round to it i'm normally like like the cabbage thing i'm always like over it and i've written like loads of other things yeah yeah, that's the part i hate is that you always have to celebrate the stuff that's out now even though in your head you've kind of like had that moment and moved past it so
0: yeah how hard is it going to be to nail down an album track list when you've got Oh, sort of popular I'm, gonna,
2: I'm gonna be a nightmare, hundred <laughs> percent. I changed my mind. Like tomorrow, I'll cringe like even wore this jumper. So I'm gonna be an absolute nightmare, hundred percent. Mm.
0: Yeah, because it's like nowadays, because with streaming and everything, p- people do just they can churn out singles and they get really popular, and then people mm. get attached to them, and then you'd like, but like, it's probably hard to leave any of them out, isn't it?
2: Exactly, definitely. But I think I think we'll get there. I think it will be all right.
0: Yeah. And that's going to be out this year or just recorded at the end of the just year? It's
2: recorded it? this year um, and it'll probably be out, I don't even know, next year, I imagine.
0: Mm. Good stuff. And is there anywhere on the tour you're looking forward to play that you've not been before or anywhere you're going back to?
2: I always love playing in Manchester. Um, uh, of,
0: course. of
2: course. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> I just do. Sorry, I just do.
1: I, you said that on purpose, 100%. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> which venue Which you venue are you playing? <laughs> Um, the Deaf Institute. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, yeah. but
2: Great. I have so much. Fun. I'm so sorry, but I do always have so much fun in Manchester.
0: Oh no, I, I live in Manchester, so it's uh... oh cool. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I
0: was praising your choice, not uh, not going against it. But yeah, um, I think with Deaf Institute was one of the two got that got saved as well, wasn't it? But yeah, by
2: thank God,
0: I love the venue. Yeah, no, that'd be
1: good. So yeah, thanks very much for your time. Um, no, but awesome. before you leave, before you leave. I'm curious because I think that this is basically anybody. I'm going to say Chester and below assumes that our accent is Scouse. So I'm assuming you thought that we were from we were from Liverpool and we were offended by picking Manchester. Would I be right to think that?
2: I remember you saying you were in Liverpool.
1: I'm in Liverpool right now. At I do. Start, that, yeah. So I was like, uh,
2: and then I said Manchester. And then I said
0: Manchester and I was like, oh my God, they're from Liverpool. So, yeah. <laughs> no, Before no, we start, I said to James,
1: you're sounding particularly scouse today. Is it, is it, does he like more accents? Yeah. I don't, or know, yeah. and... don't know what it is. Maybe maybe when I'm on Matthew Street, I just tend to sort of <laughs> act, accidentally, subconsciously form a more scouse accent. I don't know. Although I, I can guarantee that any actual Scouser would say that I'd sound absolutely nothing like them. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well... Yeah. We're actually from St. Helens, so we're kind of right in the middle of Liverpool and Manchester, although we both now live closer to Manchester. Sean lives right in the middle of Manchester, and I live in a town uh, called Wigan, which... To be fair, I was going to say there's not much to talk about, but they've actually got a fantastic music scene at the moment, so...
2: Nice. Okay, sick.
1: To yeah. But awesome.
0: yeah, um, best of luck with the, with the EP release and then, of Thanks. course, the album, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to, to see you live at some point in the near future.
2: For sure. See you in Manchester.
1: Yes, De- no, definitely. <laughs> <Not Liverpool>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll be looking at we'll be looking out for the tickets, Lauren, and we'll we'll um we'll drop links to everything uh, in the description down below. And uh, if you want to take a couple of minutes now, just to it might not take you a couple of minutes, but a couple of seconds to plug your socials. Where can people find you on social media?
2: Okay, cool. So I'm just at Lauren Hibbard. L A U R A N yep. on pretty much everything. I'm the girl with the cabbage in you know, profile picture, so that's quite <laughs> helpful.
0: Yeah, all about the cabbage. But yeah, th- thanks so much for your time.
2: Awesome, thank you guys.
1: No worries. Lauren, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much.
2: See you later See Have a gig.
0: You. Yes, that was Lauren Hibbard. Um, we didn't actually mention on the on the call, but she's playing Truck Festival main stage as well this year, which is is massive. And I think she's going to definitely be one to watch
1: too modest i think too modest
0: <laughs> yeah
1: didn't want to and, mention it
0: yeah and uh, three unique choices again which is good no liam gallagher which is always a success
1: yeah yeah, yeah. although again may- maybe she's listened and-, and realized he's there anyway Who
0: oh knows? yeah so he must have been an avid listener um, yeah <laughs> but yeah so <laughs> we'll we'll cut this down soon because you're off to to play a gig aren't you
1: Yeah, uh, I am currently sat around the corner from Matthew Street in Liverpool. I'm playing at McCooly's at 8 till 10. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know that we mentioned this in the intro, but apologies for the setting. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a slight change of scenery. Again, audio listeners, this is useless for you. Uh, I am sat in a car. We've mentioned this a couple of times. Um, I hope that the microphone uh, has kept me as clear as I would usually be. And Sean, have you anything else to mention? Uh, just again, the Why
0: Not competition. Um, if anyone's not turned off at this point, there is the Why Not competition still going on on Twitter. It's just see the pinned tweet at Northern Chorus underscore, and you can win two tickets to Why Not Festival. But yeah, in the meantime, as just said, Twitter's at Northern Chorus underscore, Instagram at Northern Chorus, and Facebook at Northern Chorus UK.
1: Lovely stuff. We will be back with you next Thursday. Goodbye. Welcome
0: to the. Oh, you're not looking at us.
1: I am now. I'm here now. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Are we good? We are.